This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Support for the Happy Hour comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's blow-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So, hi, Dave here. I'm not running this ad with uh, Beth or Veronica for reasons that you're about to figure out. So, here we go. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Their lawnmower, <laughs> 2.0, has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag anything down there. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice, down there and keep in mind to not use the same trimmer on your face lads get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bigheads at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code bigheads my <laughs> god i can't even remember what happened last week oh uh... so much apparently i'm like I'm, I'm scrolling through i'm like oh my god look at all this shit we get to talk about today <laughs> Alright. And I guess we can get started. Hopefully we don't just talk about the Detroit game. No, 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 of course not. What we're gonna do is that we're gonna talk about your day with Beth and Beth's day with Veronica and the sleepy yeah. Carrie Price. He <laughs> <laughs> said I needed a nap. Right here. Yeah. Okay. So five. Four. Three. Four, two. And one! Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Hello, listeners. My name is David OJ, and I am MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. Thanks for joining us again to the Happy Hour at HappyHour on Twitter.com. I'm joined, as always, by the Time Zone Buddies, Beth. Hello, I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the Happy Hour, once again, at happyhour on Twitter.com. <laughs> what an interesting week it has been, apparently, in uh, Habs Nation. <laughs> Um, I have to put out a, a formal apology first, though, due to our lack of coverage last week in dealing with two things that I'm going to just slide right over right now. Number one, last week, the losing streak ended. Thank God. And it was against yes. a formidable opponent in the New York Islanders. I believe that the decision, if I'm going to look it up right now again, was uh, 42. I'm looking at it. Looking at yes. it, looking at it. Yeah, it was 42. Isn't that cool? And that's when the eight-game winless streak ended with goals from... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, that last second goal by Philip Deneau, uh Second period goal by uh, Brandon Gallagher, followed by Jeff Petrie. Then Shea Weber with the empty yes. netter at the end of it all to seal the fate of the rather impressive Islanders team. So... Not that night. That's right. And the other bit of information or news that we completely missed from last week was 
or week before since, you know, we record on Mondays, but it's the last week tonight sort of thing going on, was the captain's ceremony, and in particular, the return of one Finnish Saku. man, Saku Koivu, <laughs> who is admired uh, quite yes. greatly among the Habby Hour and the Habs faithful in general. Uh, it was yeah. a good ceremony, uh, introducing a, a, a myriad of uh, retired um, Canadians, uh, mm -hmm. captains and whatnot, including, of course, uh, the most recently uh, retired, I think, uh, Brian yes. Gianta, who stood next to Shea Weber while Weber was in skates. <laughs> that was so unfortunate. People... <laughs> the juxtaposition there. People like... know Gianta is a... He, he's a, he's a wee lad, that Gianta. <laughs> I mean, he's probably boy. my height. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that. I, I don't know about that, Veronica. <laughs> he's probably taller. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now well, now I'm really curious, actually. So <laughs> let's see what the what the machine says. He is 5'7". Oh, he's in, your height. That is incredible. No. He's, he's height, yeah. Dave, I meant, sorry. I'm like a giant compared to Brian <laughs> Gianta. How tall are you? 5'9". He's like 5'9". Oh, yeah. Two whole inches. That's right, two whole inches. I can see above his scalp. Makes a big difference. Why do you mm -hmm. say scalp? Why do you be that specific? That's just... Because if yeah, I stand... Gross. Because if I <laughs> like, stand... Just say head. Because if I stand straight up and he stands straight up, I'd be, if, I, if I squint my eyes, I'd be like, ah, I can see over you. Nice well, scalp. scalp, though. Like, what? No. Mm, that's very murdery. Like, yeah. Like, it feels it's like you're going to wear murdery. his skin. Yeah. Like a pajamas. Don't like do I, that. I again. see you holding it. Oh! <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. I can see over the crown of his head. Just say I can see over the top <laughs> of his head. Like a regular person. <laughs> right? A scalp. Don't, don't, ugh, don't like, why do you go there? Because at that position, I can see his scalp through his hair. <laughs> his scalp? Are you looking at like his follicles and stuff? Like, I mean, trying to, like, what, be like what? oh, you need some head and shoulders, Brian Yeah. Yanta. Yeah. That's really personal. Yeah, your scalp is outside? your scalp looks dry, Mr. Gianta. <laughs> Have this. Oh, thank you, David. <laughs> yes, I too use here? men's <laughs> use men's head and shoulders. And Brian Gianta would go, oh yeah, for sure. For yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, no, he's yeah, from, for he's, sure. from yeah. he's from Rochester. He's That's fine. how he talks. Oh, yeah, is he like that's that? That's how he speaks. Oh, no yes. kidding. Wow. I wonder if he's a soda oh, or yeah, pop sure. guy. I would I hope say he says soda. Pop. But he probably sounds like he yeah. says pop. Rochester is a different kind of New York. <laughs> oh, aren't you mad at them because of David Bowie? Well, okay. If we want to go that far back, yes, of course I'm mad at Rochester for that, <laughs> for what they did to David Bowie. But, I mean, it, it was a ways back. I mean, Rochester is... It was a um, very long time ago. All right, Rochester, home of the uh, Rochester Americans and the AHL, uh, are not known is not known for much else aside from arresting David Bowie after one of his gigs there for marijuana possession. Back in the yeah. 70s? It used to be, yeah. It used to be like, you know, the gateway drug and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Especially in the States. <laughs> You know, you go straight from oh, marijuana Lord. to to friggin' cocaine. Yep. 
That's yeah. that. That is the logical progression. Give me marijuana or give me meth. Yeah. <laughs> now, in a recent uh, episode of South Park, um, oh, Randy became aware of this because uh, at Turgidy Farms, uh, he had to put together a Christmas special uh, plant, you know, to sell to keep people uh, people's spirits high because Santa Claus had outlawed. Uh, alcohol during Christmas, so everyone wanted to, like, you know, get buzzed and drive around, but they couldn't do it oh anymore. So, what he did is that he gave them a Christmas special. And a Christmas special was, was repackaged weed from previous episodes with cocaine. And in discovering, you know, the mayor discovers this, in, of South Park, the mayor discovers this, and he's like, Randy, we can all go to jail! And Randy's like, oh, no, 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 just wait a second. So Randy, in like a in like a uh, rocky montage, goes starts a grassroots campaign to start campaigning to legalize cocaine and blah blah blah. This that and the other thing eventually becomes legal. Mm-hmm. And um, then everyone cocaine? starts snorting up in South Park. Oh my god, oh my lord! Yeah. So congratulations uh, to the captains of uh, the yes. Montreal Canadiens and uh, ending <laughs> the losing streak. Thank God. Fast forward now to modern times. Uh, yeah. In the yeah, in the past three games, we went up against Pittsburgh. Remember that game? Ottawa. Remember that game? And then Detroit. Remember that game? Nobody remembers the other two games. Did you know that the Habs beat the Pittsburgh Penguins of a score of four to one? Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I, a long time ago. I wonder so why. Ago. <laughs> My lord. Either way, it was um like another one of those weird instances where the Habs just kind of flummoxed the Penguins of all teams. Granted, this was also the Sidney Crosby-less Penguins, so it's not a whole lot that we can say there. However, yeah, but no- Mm-hmm. Um, okay. A notable, well, like last season, we killed the Penguins twice. Like, of scores of like yeah. 5 to 2 or 5 With to 1 or something Sydney like that. With Sidney Crosby. With yeah. Sidney There's... Crosby. Okay. Yeah. And then Matthew Pekka got tackled by Malkin. That was the most ridiculous thing I have seen in the longest time. Absolutely. And I. That I, it's I... just. People acted like it was normal. Yeah, that's absolutely not normal. I can see the case where someone's like, well, Mulkin was skating. And I'm like, well, okay. But. Uh, but. Sitting. But. And also, like, what? Like, Pekka, like, he's gone six weeks for a, uh, either an ankle yeah. or, a, or a knee injury. He had to get injury. surgery, I thought. Oh, my God, no. No? Okay. I hope Sorry. Not. No, I don't think so. Maybe. Oh, I don't recall. Actually, I, I don't recall it. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, so it's just it's absolutely crazy stuff. And, of course, as we all know, the Happy Hour are no friends of the Zebras. Nope. And no. that, the, the, the Zebra Brigade was out in full force last week for a number yes. of weird-ass calls. Particularly in the game against Detroit, I believe, as well. The conspiracy theory, the very plausible conspiracy theory, is that referees are punishing Claude Julien. Yeah, for uh, calling them out. Yeah, Hmm. and rightly so, but 
he he called them out rightly so mm-hmm. um, they don't like that they have a bit of a power trip and honestly it i i i get really irritated about the sort of the sort of the shameless power that they wield over teams and coaches and the game and the game yeah. just call everything or be consistent about the way that you call things and don't pick and choose when you're going to make the game exciting it it it, it seems so uh, not it arbitrary would be sort of a funny word to use that's not the word that i'm looking for but it seems like so uh uh like they're just picking and choosing what they're gonna do for their own amusement and i find it i find it disgusting and i honestly do because where's your credibility how are we supposed to believe you in the future when you're when you're when you say that you're being honest about something you know what I mean? And they're just they're just calling things because they feel like it. And they're 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 calling bench miners on Claude Julian and they're calling shit like the face off thing that nobody's seen called before in recent history. Wow. And they're 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 doing it to 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 get back at Claude Julian for, for daring to say something against them. If they're doing a shit job, what's the problem? Call them out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, face-off miners are. Makes me curious. It is. It is. I mean, face-off miners are a thing, but um, overall, yeah, because people violate the face-off rule like all the fucking time. Oh, you're talking the about standing there for a full minute without dropping the puck. Yeah, enough. Drop the puck. Enough. Yeah, it's not about you guys. Nope. Nobody's there to watch you guys. Yeah, not at all. Mm-hmm. And um, it is well documented in the annals of uh, the happy hour that we are no friends of the referees. So that's no. that's just how it is. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Pekka gets injured against the Penguins, which, um, oh, crap. I forget uh, how all the moves went, but we have some more things to talk about. We'll get to who's up, who's down, and such. So afterwards, um, the Ottawa Senators uh, win an OT. Uh, with uh, uh, goals scored by Nick Cousins and Tomas Tatar, which then Nick led... Cousins on the power play. That's right, on the power play, which then led to uh, Senders coming back with uh, goals from Brady Kachuk and Connor Brown. And then, however, in overtime, none other than Benjamin Chiarot. <laughs> yeah. Often assist by Mr. Domi, and yes, we won an OT again. And then controversy. Because in that game, it was Caden Promo's first win. Yes, yes. And then, Brady Kachuk scoops up the puck. Uh Uh-oh. Everyone goes crazy. Which, well, interestingly enough. So... How things progressed over the over the uh, like days after the fact was that Brady Kachuk scooped up the puck and was leaving, according to an article by the Athletic, I believe, and I forgot who wrote it though. Mm-hmm. Um, Arpen Basu. Arpen Basu. 
was all like, yo, this is what happened. Carey Price went over to Brady Kachuk. He's like, give me that puck. And Brady Kachuk's like, yes, sir. And so he gets the puck back. Yeah. And uh, Brendan Gallagher and Carey, um, due to questions by the media, were asked uh, whether Kachuk was stealing the puck. And Price said, yeah, I think he was. And Brendan Gallagher yeah, of said, of course. Now, yeah. <laughs> fast forward. Uh, Brady Kachuk eventually is asked his side of the story. And he stated this. I was not aware that it was Caden's first win in the NHL. And he wanted uh-huh. to throw the puck to a fan. Yes. And there it that's is. That's right. And there it is. And, uh... That is the biggest load of shit I have heard in a long time. Caden Primo backed him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Well, see, the, the, the back history is that Primo and Kachuk won um, a gold medal together in the juniors. So they've been teammates in the past. Um, I can imagine that Kachuk maybe was ribbing on, um, Primo, you know, snatching the puck away, uh, perhaps, um, for whatever reason, uh, Brian Farver six states that he, that Kachuk wanted to braid it and wanted to, <laughs> wanted to frame the puck and hand deliver it to carry Primo as Brian for five or six calls him. And I was like, Hmm, interesting. Oh interesting. No, that's the biggest now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, no. anyway, that's, um... Yeah. Fake news. Right. So, anyways, all of that happened, and as soon as Kachuk's side of it came out, I was like, ah, whatever, it's over. In the end, Caden got his puck and the win. And for his efforts, he was then sent down. <laughs> Back to Laval, uh, since uh, the Habs have a... I'm not going to call it an easy schedule, but it's a spaced out schedule. They have no more back-to-backs this month. So what they're going to do, as was adequately put by Eric Engels, they're going to ride carry all throughout the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Innuendo. He's like, he's, I was thinking he's like um, the cat bus. Okay. Yep. That's another way to think mm-hmm. about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're, we didn't talk um, about we two. are a family podcast. We're not a family podcast. We are so no. far <laughs> removed from we the try. family section. We do try so hard. And Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Earmuffs. But what I wanted to mention after that win, by the way, over Ottawa, that overtime goal that was scored with Brady Kachuk on the ice. After Max Domi recovered the puck and fed the puck beautifully to Ben Sherratt. Yep. For days, the talk among some members of the Montreal media was lamenting the choice oh, of passing over Brady Kachuk. The the self-loathing and the envy, the envy over passing over Brady Kachuk just because he really brings it when he plays against Montreal. Did they miss the memo where Ottawa lost that game? And Kachuk was on the ice for the game-winning goal? For days, that was the talking point. It made me so angry There's just that they're going after our sophomore 19-year-old center. 
Yeah, there's um, I mean it's it's like a, it's like a, a, a amnesia by community. It seems to be. Yeah. You don't watch KK play for two weeks, and all of a sudden, his draft it's class seems a lot better. Oh it's yeah, a it was a mistake. Oh my god. Does, is Kachuk even a center? I don't think he is. He's a winger. No, he's a winger. Yeah, which is which is one of the things though that another topic that's come to light is that the Habs have no snipers. And I could see I could I could I could see saying that. Especially in the light of the Detroit game. However, <laughs> 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 The Habs have managed to win games without snipers. They've also managed to yeah. lose games in weird ways. Not and and, and uh, we can go we can look into recent history and see the eight game skid, winless skid, where we were only able to pick up three points out of sixteen. Not good. Very not good. Time to make up for it, sure, but the Habs have to be good. And right now, they're treading just above average, mainly because Drouin is out, Byron's out, uh, Mete's out, Mete. Mete is also out. So those are three, you know, I what I call them core pieces, probably not core pieces, but not pieces you want to miss. Imagine Paul Byron, uh... In the lineup, oh fuck! Imagine Drouin in the lineup and during the eight-game skid. Come on, come on! It's a completely different team with Drouin on the ice. Thank God, because that's what we've been looking for from him for a long time. So yeah. it's such a, it's such a crazy thing. No, we we needed KK because in the moment we we needed centers, and that problem got addressed hand over foot, fist, hand, everything. Hand, yes. hand, hands, mm-hmm. hands all out. All the arm uh, parts. All, every part of your arm went yeah. <laughs> into now the spine of the team, which is now a great center depth. Like, Jesus Christ, we have the option of either playing Domi, Paling, or Suzuki at center. What a terrible problem to have. My lord. I forget what navel gazing means. Hmm. Does that does that sound like navel gazing to you? After years of whining about weakness at the center position and drafting a very promising high hockey IQ big boy center third overall. It's it's almost like the vultures were waiting for an opportunity like this to create a new talking point. Yeah, that's what um, pisses me off. Navel gazing does fit here. It means it's it's self-indulgent or excessive contemplation of oneself or a single issue at the expense of a wider view. So oh, they, it's perfect. Yeah. I think navel's uh, well, well wait, isn't that mean like it's tunnel vision? You're focusing so much on one thing at the detriment of everything else going on around it. Yeah, same thing. And oh. they all they they just want they want to <laughs> complain. They all they just want something yes. to complain about. They are still so upset with what Mark Bergevin for whatever. And unless and not, it could be not even the the trade. It could be something else that he's done. 
but they're also pissed about Bridgman because he is not doing what they think he should do when it when it's not even something like they don't they're not people who understand what's going on. There are so they're many not layers people <laughs> who understand. Chewy chicken is people. Ah! Oh <laughs> Chewy chicken is people. Earlier today, I was thinking Rock is my about life reference. P- um, I was thinking about people being mad about not getting Taylor Hall, and I was remembering what Veronica said in <laughs> season one. This is not a democracy. Um. <laughs> by the way, Taylor Hall was traded to the Coyotes for everything that the Coyotes had. Um, or I guess, I don't know, what a, what a, a bunch that of was names. like their leftover People. Halloween candy. What a, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. It was like Henkel and Strunny and all these names. It was literally like leftover Halloween candy that they got from <laughs> Tootsie like... Rolls. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh yeah. My and, mom and, likes Tootsie Rolls. I don't understand. And, They're so gross. And balls. I love that guy. <laughs> No, apparently he's yes. actually apparently he's pretty good though, Mr. Balls. Um <laughs> I mean, there it is. But yeah, so we'll we'll talk about the Hall trade, I suppose, and at some point. But when um, he comes to Montreal. When again. he comes to Montreal. Again. Now as a member of the Coyotes with Philip Coyote. Kessel. Mm-hmm. let's see how that goes yeah mm. i really wonder i'm starting to think and i like i said i don't want to go too much into it but i'm starting to think that taylor hall is a plague i'm it's well there was a lot of um yeah rumors swirling about what precipitated this like urgent need for a trade all of a sudden when a lot of people were speculating the trade was going to happen at the trade deadline like was it a desire from on the part of the Devils to, you know, Sayonara the player because they did, the, it, on the surface, it would seem that they lost it, that trade. <laughs> like they traded away the guy who was the MVP for the NHL a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. which was a which was sort of a sharp ascent from. The, the position that he was at when he was traded from Edmonton with all of the rumors swirling about his attitude and all of that stuff. Well, you don't get to be the league MVP all of a sudden if you're, there's, you know. There's also um, the thought, you know, talking about the trade with Edmonton is that Adam Larson brought them this. <laughs> and if you look at it yes. in that perspective, that's kind of a win, I would think. Uh, because with the whole trade now, and I don't have the details, there's a conditional first. But I think there's another conditional yes. first on top of that and a third, unless I completely missed the details there. I, I did not. I think it's a, I thought it was a conditional third, but who, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it certainly was. Nope. I, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So a 2020 conditional first round pick. Conditions. If Arizona's 2020 first selection is in the top three, New Jersey will receive Arizona's first round pick in 2021. So it's that Jersey gets it if um, if uh, the Coyotes are shit going into next year's draft. Um, and then it's the 2021 uh, draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. So New Jersey would get an additional first round pick if the Coyotes with Hall managed to draft top three this coming draft. Interesting. Oh. 
Mm. Top three. Yeah, yeah. So That's very specific. So if the so if the Coyotes like tank somehow, because yeah. they are also a decent team, especially in the West now. Um, yeah, that would be incredible. What a weird stipulation on that. Watch they yeah. go they go third overall, and fucking Jersey gets another Ooh. first round pick. They're first in the Pacific. Yeah, they're they're not bad. We beat them four to one. Yeah, they're ahead of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Well, Vegas is so. And Edmonton. They're gonna start suffering soon. Poor Vegas. Good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. My poor mother. She'll be fine. She's a tough. Dave, cookie. we missed the playoffs. Yes, what the heck and frick? <laughs> well, really. <laughs> okay. What the heck? Alexa, frick? play "Welcome to My Life" by Simple Plan. <laughs> now we need something. We need more uh, jock jams because that's the that's how my mom um, communicates. Yeah, but none of them are sad. None of them are no. sad. <laughs> Let's pause here and take a moment to hear from another podcast in the Big Heads Media Network. Are you a tackle football fan? Kick off your day with an episode of Colts Corner. A group of passionate Colts fans discuss the latest news around Indianapolis Colts football. You don't want to miss us. Follow us on Facebook, Colts Corner One, and on Twitter at Colts underscore Corner One, and all major podcast platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. So, moving on. Okay, Taylor Hall, blah, 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 there it all is. The the Detroit game, Bernier was the Bernier is the reason the Habs lost that Bernie. game, and that's it. The La, Laval, no Longhi, no was he the Laval guy? Yeah, another hometown boy. The Detroit yeah. Red Wings are a, are bad, and for the second time this year they've managed to defeat the Montreal Canadiens at home. So now what we got to do is that we got to go to Detroit and burn the fucker down. Yeah. Kill it with fire. I'm so sorry, uh, Industrial Beltway US, but we're we're coming for you. I'm so sorry. So that sorry. That was another one of those games where Bernier, I, I believe I heard afterwards, but this was my sentiment as well, because I shut everything down after that game because I had much better things to do with my time than listen to everybody bemoan that loss but i think that afterwards uh claude julian mentioned that uh they made something to the effect that they made bernier look good so it was another one of those games where the oh, habs right. beat themselves and uh oh yeah the interesting uh twist in that is uh uh claude calling out suzuki which uh Earned the ire of basically everyone that loves Suzuki. And how did he do that exactly? Because I, I haven't seen any passage or viewed any clips of him doing that. Oh. Uh... I've just heard a lot of, you know, a lot of... But I haven't seen actual footage or actual verbiage. Right. Ew, I have to go to the Gazette to look at this? Fuck. Oh, my God. I am, well, I already did them a favor because that's a Brennan Kelly article. 
Oh my lord. Yup. Don't, don't. Yep, too late. Man, what a fucking, god damn it. <laughs> Brandon. Uh, so, so it was something about his defensive game, and I thought it was a... I, I thought it was a little bit off-key. Granted, I also wasn't micro-analyzing Suzuki's game because I usually don't have to. Not that I micro-analyze mm-hmm. anybody's game. I just watch everything that happens at once and say, good play. Yeah. Or not. Bad play. Yeah. Yeah. Et cetera. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, no. The, the Habs lost. They quote-unquote made Bernier look good. Not Bernier played his fucking heart out on home ice to him, his hometown nearby. And just, it's just one of those things. The Habs had themselves a three game winning streak. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. Only to be, only to be dashed away by those dastardly red wings. And right now they're sitting. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. They're out of a wild card spot. Now, even they were third in the division this morning. And now they're behind the Rangers. Yeah, the um, yeah the Atlantic's a bit of a topsy turvy division, as well as the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, it's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be a blast. Every time we lose, we're going to have to call for everyone's heads. Yes. Can't wait. That is so fun. It's gonna be awesome. Just gonna be awesome. <laughs> Now, with all that fun stuff having happened, uh, Ryan Paling was uh, with the club. I think he's still with the club, actually, now, unless he was sent back down yes. for one reason or the no, other. he's in Vancouver. And he looked very good. I have to retract things I've been saying in the past two weeks, where I'd rather have either Houdon or... Um, have you said that? Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking. Okay. Uh, at least I was thinking it. That I'd rather have Houdon yeah. over Paling, depending on what happens. Because uh, I wasn't, I wasn't too thrilled with a uh, Paling's uh, attitude being sent to the AHL way back at the beginning of the season, and I didn't think he uh-huh. performed all that well when he was called up in uh, October, as well. His first call yeah. up, I was, I wasn't too thrilled. But this time around, nope. He Paling's making his case, and I am, I'll, I'll good. I want him to be good. God damn it. I liked what I saw on Saturday. Yes, as did I. Um, Wait, wait, on Wednesday. Oh, oh yeah. Also, Philip Deneau's uh, 300th game came and came and went last week. That was in tandem with the the Ottawa game. Primo's win. Oh yeah, that's why nobody talked about because Primo won, and everyone's like, "Yay, kid!" And Philip Deneau's like, "I'm a kid." In my heart. Beth and I were talking on the weekend about how um, the team photo after Primo's win with everybody who was there, including all of the all of the injured blessé yeah. players. And I like just seeing Jonathan Drouin, Victor Mete, KK, they're all and, and Paul Byron. And you realize how much we miss not just their presence on the ice, but just their presence on the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, everybody everybody deals with injuries, obviously, but, you know, those are some real character players. 
Paul Byron. They're all missing at the same time. Paul Byron is an alternate captain as well, not to be forgotten. Exactly. 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 He earned it. He did earn it. Good old Polly boy, <gasps> Iron. So with that being said, um, he did not make the trip. He did not. He's no, not here because he was re-injured no. at a practice. We were expecting him to play against Detroit, and was he, he re-injured at a practice? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I heard. Ugh. Oh, he I missed at, that. He was at practice, and then it was like, I that too. "Sorry, guys, got to go." And everyone said, "Okay, fine." So he oh, didn't make the trip. Jesus. Who did make the trip though? Was Kilt Kaniemi and Mete. So they're on the trip, yes. and they may very well play sometime before the close of the, the month, and that's awesome. They were skating in baby blue jerseys today. Mm. Yeah. Baby Suits blue, them. because they're baby children. Because they're babies. They're wee babies. Yes. Wee babies. So there it is. Um, Small. Kind of off topic, <laughs> but uh, Yuppie was called to the Mascot Hall oh, of Fame. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also on Wednesday. People are sort of snobby about Yuppie because he was originally the Expos mascot. He's he was never a hockey mascot. Metros don't exist. Fuck. Did I say Metros? Metros? The Expos don't exist until they do again, and then that's gonna be weird to figure out. Yuppie might have to do double time. I think nobody's going to be very preoccupied with the mascot situation. Are you? Wait, wait, wait. You just said that people were going, getting prickly about this. And then you say they're not going to be prickly about it. People are going to, people are going to throw shit at walls until they get (laughs) Yuppie back as an expo. Are you kidding me? (laughs) When I went to, uh, that, that Blue Jays, um, Oh, Christ. Preseason game last year uh, as part of the fantasy camp, people were grumbling about Yuppie coming out in a Habs jersey in Montreal. Oh, my God. So there's going to be some shit if that ever comes to pass. And we can't wait to see it. Congratulations, Yuppie, on being a mascot Hall of Famer. Yes. That's pretty awesome. I think Yuppie does a great job. Oh, my God. I really enjoy Yuppie. Him and Gritty... At the game uh, I went to, uh, the Flyers game uh, two-ish weeks yes. ago, what a <laughs> – I mean, Gritty by himself is – or by itself, it's so awesome. <laughs> now, the, yes. whenever whenever they interact, it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm glad that uh, Yuppie and, and Gritty can, uh, can, can coexist in this world of ours. I and definitely that, enjoy Gritty, but I, I, I really appreciate Yuppie. Yes, absolutely. I think he's underappreciated. He or she. Yes, absolutely. They. they. I'm asking. I'm, I'm tweeting at him right now asking what his pronouns are. Yeah. Word. Um. Thank you. Important to know. Uh. Oh, yeah. So, yep, we already talked about uh, poor Mr. Pekka, who, you know, hey, he was playing good. I don't think he was putting points on the board, but... A serviceable fourth liner, and we need the speed. That was the thing. He's a fast kid, that Pekka, and I think we forget about that. Yes. So, unfortunately, he'll be gone for six weeks. Ugh. Yeah, no surgery. I looked it up. I was I was mistaken. Oh, good. Okay, good. So, so it was just uh, getting tackled by a bear yeah. from behind, right? Malkin. Okay. Awesome. Russian bear. Russian bear. Rar, rar. 
Yes. When Max, when Max was little, he was like, I don't know, maybe six or seven. And we were talking about places that we would want to travel to one day. And his first answer was Russia. Huh. I'm like, I'm like, Russia? Like, why, why Russia? <laughs> and he goes, dancing bears. <laughs> that was his answer. Hmm. And so I, I um, told that to my Russian girlfriend at work, and she's like, absolutely. And she shows all the pictures of these, like, very talented dancing bears. And that's why he once wanted to travel to Russia. I don't know if he still does. Probably. I'm, I'm not sure if they can do that anymore. No? Yeah, that's... Um... There's lots of it on YouTube. Yeah, because they're, like, yeah, medically... They're... Sedated and stuff, I think. Right. Didn't Putin do that? Didn't he wrestle a bear that was on drugs? Uh, well, he played so against awful. a hockey team that was on drugs. I can tell you that much. goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me let me just put. Okay. Let me reiterate a point that I made like months or like at least a year ago. Whenever the hell it happened, uh, Putin <laughs> is a piece of trash, and people lauding him for having fun with a bunch of hockey players that are letting him do whatever he wants to do. Because yeah. if they don't, he would send them to a fucking gulag. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> There's a reason why Malkin, of course, we were talking about Malkin before, but there's a reason why mm-hmm. Malkin, as a small child, uh, like 18, 19 years old, had to flee the, wasn't the Soviet Union, there was still the Russian uh, Russian Federation, no. had to flee yeah. the country and like hide out with Sergei Gonchar, who understood the politics at the time, to make sure that Malkin yeah. could have a future in the United States with the NHL. So, yeah, there it all is. Unfortunately, Max, I don't think he'll be able to see Dancing Bears live. Uh, he has to go to Pakistan. They still have him in Pakistan. Oh. Does... I, don't, I don't know if now, now he probably has more of an understanding of the condition of the bears, and I don't think that he'd be, he would want to endorse that. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. I remember that game where Putin scored eight goals. And then he tripped on the fucking, like, carpet or whatever. It's like, eat shit, you motherfucker. But Bastard. on one of those particular plays where he scored the goal, Vini tweeted out the, the gif of it. And he goes, why is Nylander on defense? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good quote. Yes. Made me laugh. I don't get anyway, it. Anyway, enough politics. <laughs> oh, because Nylander in the playoffs last year was like. Oh, yeah. He, he was like. He a, wasn't even trying. Yeah, he was a oh. fucking cone. Yeah. Holy hell. Maybe he had been hanging out with Finna. Like, he did, he did worse than <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, more sober news. Again on Wednesday, uh, Guy, uh, Guy Lapointe. Diagnosed with oral cancer. Uh, of course, a uh, Hall of Fame player who won a multitude of cups with the Habs. I believe six, if I'm yeah. recalling correctly. So he is, um, yep, diagnosed with cancer. And, um, well, all the best to uh, Guy Lapointe and his family. I'm sure that um, things will go just fine with them. Yeah, oral cancer of a variety that is uh, highly beatable. Good. 
beatable. Yeah. And he had, I think that, I think that we were talking about it on the podcast a few weeks ago. We couldn't remember the last Jersey that was retired. I believe his was the last Jersey that he was, that was retired. And he was very emotional that night. Oh, I bet he was. No, he's all about it. Very, very sweet. And yeah. So that was, that was, um, sad to hear that news, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the kind that, um, there's reason to be optimistic. Good. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. Um, so, yes, all the best again to uh, Guy Lapointe. And um, uh, Cancer has to bring their A game, and uh, they're not going to even if they try. So. Nope. No. It's going to get yep. done. the Q game. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's way down. So, um, now for something much, well, Okay, better news. Uh, the Habs uh, annual hospital visit was uh, this past week. And uh, practically everyone on the team visited the uh, Montreal Children's Hospital to uh, visit the kiddos. And all the kiddos were very excited, as they usually are. And yes. um, Yeah, and the team did the usual. Uh, I think making cookies, treats, saying hey, um, hanging out with the kids, hanging was, out with um... their families. The Shriners holding babies. Oh, did I get it wrong? I I think this I I haven't been paying a lot of attention, but I think that this has to do with the Shriners, and that is Brendan Gallagher's um, cause. Oh, no yeah, kidding. yeah. I think it had something to do with that. I'm sure the listeners will correct me later yep, if no, I'm no. wrong, but um, that was definitely one of them. So Shriners Canada, Hopdale uh, Children, and. Uh, Schust- yeah. Justine, actually. Uh, da, 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 da. Just the Baby happiest. Hospital. Did you see? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> photo. She was so happy. She's just cracking the guys up. Mm-hmm. Did you see? But did you see Brendan with that tiny baby? The little baby. He was talking to it and, like, just in hog heaven. I was like, oh, my God. Imagine him as a dad. Uh-oh. He's going to be a great dad. <laughs> soon in time yeah well yeah in time I'm yeah saying, like in ju- the thing like he would just like they were like okay guys like we're gonna go over here and take a photo and so he has looked down and he's like laughing at the baby and he's like we're gonna go take a photo and oh just being really sweet and stuff and he looked so natural like he didn't feel he didn't look awkward because like sometimes like she holds a baby i'm like she ever you have children and it looks like he's like what do i do with this burrito like, can, I, <laughs> can i put it down <laughs> I'm like Shay. You're you are a dad. It's okay. You're not gonna break it. It's fine. As was said last week, babies are resilient. Yeah. yeah. Didn't y'all say that last week? Well, yeah. We were talking about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're... With way to go, Paul. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can. Yeah. We can get back to that if we want to. But, uh... <laughs> no, another time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I don't think we will this time. Um. In other news, uh, Shea Weber, Ben Sherratt, and Jeff Petrie are top five in the league based on uh, Corsi, I believe it is. But in particular, Shea Weber and Sherratt are having some of the best seasons of their careers. Weber, uh, with the uh, points amassed at least after the Senators game, is tied for fifth with three other players for the most points by a hab during the first 32 games of a season since the 80s and the others included in that group was fucking larry robinson 
uh, Chris Chelios, <laughs> and Sheldon Saray. Saray? Yeah. I said that. It's pretty good company. Mm. It is pretty good company. As I tweeted. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. There's some other and things And it's really in interesting, too. too, that in particular, Shay Weber and Ben Sherratt are enjoying this kind of success together. Mm-hmm. Together. Considering yeah. all of the grief from certain members of the statistical stats numbers right. community against both of these two players, it's just like, <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, like, if you have all the numbers together up until the point where something happens, those numbers are absolute, which means that they will never change ever. And that never, any, ever. And that any, any thought made based on those numbers at the time will always be true no matter what. Don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Ben Sherat is better than Jordy Ben. Yes, he is. There. I said it. In that's every all, regard. And that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> yeah. And there's no reason to double down on the opposite. Nope. At all. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it was an opinion mentioned in the moment? Thanks. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks for that. That's all we got to do in regards to that. Appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah. Charlie Lindgren's uh, with the club so far because Caden's going to be playing in the AHL. Uh, it's something I forgot to mention uh, back when I uh, said that. Oh, Caden won, then he got sent down. It's so that Caden gets more time on the ice. Charlie has been doing well. Now he's uh, with the club backing up Price just in case they want to use him. Yeah. More interestingly, um, interestingly, uh, da, 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 da. After the Detroit game, uh, Otto Leskinen was sent back down to Laval. Right. Which is, that's okay. I thought Otto did what he needed to with the club in the time that he was given. But that, pretty much him being sent down means that Mete's on the verge of, re- of uh, recovering. Um, but also, actually, wait, there was another, wait, 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 wait. There's something I'm missing. Because Vegdemo, Vegdemo. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. Lesnin goes down and Lucas Vedemo comes up. An interesting uh, thing because I think he is the leading points guy in Laval at least at the time. Um. Yeah, twenty. Let's see. Uh, Thirty games, sixteen points, eight goals, eight assists. Oh, and he was uh, scoring behind Riley Barber. Wasn't Barber sent down? See, now that's where I'm getting yes. mixed up. So Barber's sent down. Vedemo comes up. Lessingen goes down. And Christian Folan is also with the team, isn't he? Yes. I thought he was pulled up as well. Yes, I see yep. it here. So all of that to be said uh, in Vancouver today, <laughs> which we're going to talk about that soon, uh, The they slotted Vedemo between Tatar and Gallagher since uh, Deneau was taking a therapy day. Uh, Kokanemi and Meite were also on the uh, ice uh, in no contact jerseys. And, um, yeah, the usual lines aside from that. Uh, uh, Domi with Lekkanen and Armia. So he's sliding into the finish line. Suzuki with Wheel and Cousins. Then Thompson centering Paling and Barber. Paling yeah. and Barber. Yep. 
That's a so good. Barber that's a good fourth line. Is with the team. Yes. Excuse me. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> okay. I thought I read somewhere that that he got sent down. So did I. Yeah. Our apologies. We read wrong. Yep. That's why we have these things. Now, yeah. aside from that, podcast episodes. Yeah, great ones. Just, mm-hmm. just the <laughs> fucking best. Um, oh yeah, really quick. Any um, any fans of Shane Corson? Uh, <laughs> he'll be returning to Montreal to take part in the Habs fantasy camp that I took uh, part in earlier this year. So it'll be cool to have a Shane Corson. He'll be there with uh, Gaston Gingras, Stéphane Richet, Josh Georges, once more, Réjean Houle, and Ivan Cornayet. They're all going to be there to, um, you know, give uh, fantasy campers the time of their lives. That should be a lot of fun. I'm hope uh, Mr. Corson enjoys his time back in Montreal. I'm sure he is. I can't imagine him and freaking uh, Josh Georges out on the town. Good luck. <laughs> I always had a crush on Shane Corson. Mm. Yeah. Crap! Mm-hmm. I should have went to this year's camp. I would have got you a puck. <laughs> oh damn it! Yeah, from Montreal with love. I would have him sign it. <laughs> And then you can well, I don't have a crush it. on him anymore. Well, I mean, well, okay. Well, still. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You can have boyfriends. It's fine. My yeah. mom, my mom's married, and Marc Andre Fleury's a, it's her boyfriend, and they don't say anything <laughs> about it. So it's okay. So um, today, Berzavan held a uh, presser. Yeah. To talk about a bunch of things, and two topics were paramount in that, uh, from what I've read. Uh, one is that he refuses to mortgage the future just to make the playoffs. As usual. As usual. Which is, is it really business as usual for him? Because usually he's like, we got to make the playoffs or anything can happen if you make the playoffs. Are those two well, thoughts disconnected? They're not mutually exclusive. Are they mutually? I'm getting my metaphors mixed up. But can both things be true? He wants to make the playoffs, but he also doesn't want to mortgage the future. Like he's like what he said today was he's not going to sell the farm, right? Just to get into the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I'm sure this was all swirling around the, um, not the aftermath, but the before math of the Taylor yeah. Hall trade because he was the, you know, he was the big guy up there and big guy on yeah. the block, and the Habs were rumored to be in on that. But um, as was said, uh, for the Habs to match, at least sort of, kind of what, uh, you Arizona, know, what Arizona did, yeah, it'd be a first, it'd be a third, maybe another pick, but also the likes of Romanov, Paling, and probably like um, Jake Evans or something like that, and it's like ah, I don't know. Nope. Well, the thing is, like, if we get Hall for that, we would have to sign him. In the off season, and that that would go that would run counter to signing Domi for an extension for signing Gallagher down the road, as well. So that's that opens up a lot of uh, doors that are we don't even have to worry about anymore. So there it is, done by. And you know that for me, I I I I am not claiming to believe that this was any part of Mark Bergevin's thought process when he was talking about this. But you know how remember how a few seasons ago. He, um, when things were going sideways in the season and the media were going nuts and fan, the fans were going nuts, and what he said was, the answer is in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if, if, if he goes and 
which he would never do, and I'm not surprised that he didn't. But if he goes and gives away a ton of prospects and, a, a, you know, a ton of our, our, our promising prospects and to kind of bring in a, a so-called savior for the team just to, you know, get into the playoffs, it's not showing a ton of confidence in, in, in what he's got there right now. And, yes, this team just lost to Detroit on Saturday. God forbid! Uh, they should not have. They're not a bad team right now. And they're not a bad team, period. And so, I don't know. I mean, Arizona, for some reason, is not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I, 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 Arizona? I don't know. I, they have I, Phil I Kessel on their team. Yeah. Okay, but Phil Kessel does not a Stanley Cup make. I don't know. Ask Pittsburgh that, and then the Leafs. <laughs> well, Sidney Crosby and Malkin, and yeah, yes. you need. Yeah, they had the three-headed dragon that year. Those two yeah. years. You gotta, you gotta have multiple pieces. And then, yeah. a, and, and then a hot goaltender. <laughs> and a hot goaltender. I would not go on a date with um, mm, mm, Matt Murray. Mm, mm, Sorry. Mm, mm, you wouldn't? No. There it is. So, oh, sorry, Matt Murray. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Sorry, Matthew, Mr. Murray. So, aside from the uh, mortgaging there, the, fu yeah. the future, which is not happening, uh, that thought ran tandem with, we have a long-term plan. And, of course, people are like, oh, and then I don't even want to get into it. Too bad. No. He said it. He's going to be around for a while. <laughs> and what we have coming is going to be awesome. Moving yeah. on, part of that was saying that Alexander Romanov may be a have next season. I don't know if he said next year or next season because those those are two different things we all know, but yeah. I imagine that will Romanov start with the Habs? I don't know. But it would be damn fucking cool if he did because with what everyone's telling, talking about with Alexander Romanov, his projected potential is a first-line pairing, which is exactly, yeah. exactly what we need. Unfortunately, he's going to Montreal, and nobody likes Russians there. Least of all Claude Julien. Least of all Claude Julien. Yes. Exactly. Not like Russians. Mm -mm, no, not at all. So stupid. Wah, 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 I'm wah, joking, wah, wah, everybody. Wah, wah. I'm joking, too. Ha, 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 ha. Making, making fun of fans. We fan like... Having fun. Okay. Speaking of fun, <laughs> now we have not a lot of time to talk about it, but no. Beth is in yeah. Vancouver. Man what did Vancouver! you guys do today? Fuck <laughs> the hat. <laughs> we were successful. We were successful. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we intended to try to meet them anyway, especially yeah. for for Beth's sake, and because I have never met Shay Weber since he ever, period, but in particular since he's been a Hab, I haven't I haven't been able to meet him because he's always had an injury and hasn't been with the team or for whatever reason. And so, uh, uh, one of my neighbor's kids asked me to get a Carey Price autograph for their Carey Price hockey cards, and so that was my mission. And. <laughs> So we saw a crowd of fellas leaving the hotel, and I'm like, there's Shea Weber. 
let's move in. And so <laughs> then we, I saw Mete first, but she saw Shea Weber. Yeah, all I saw was Shea Weber. And then I saw Seeing Jerry Red because he was wearing the hat. <laughs> and so we were like, and I, I think I even said Shea Weber. <laughs> and he was like kind of getting onto the bus and kind of then looked at me with this look on his face. It's all a blur to me now, quite honestly. Yeah. Yes. Shea Weber smiled at us. <gasps> he smiled. It was not big. It was not a big smile. But <laughs> there were no teeth. There were no teeth. But he smiled at us. Wow. And I happened to have my, my Shea Weber jersey on me. Oh. But so meantime, I'm getting him to sign my jersey. And I'm like, hey, here. I'm like, oh, um, I go, can you please sign this? And I go, I, I brought my own Sharpie. And he's like, okay, thank you. And I'm like, um, you know, this this jersey still has the A on it. I'm sorry. And he goes, that's fine. Wow. And then Beth grabbed the the package the, from the me. package for Carrie. And so I'm like explaining to Carrie like what the package is, and he's looking at me, and he's like, he has such a kind face, and I'm like stumbling over myself, and he's just like smiling patiently and listening to me, so like an idiot. And I'm like, I'm like, here, can you like, and I like. I like open it up. Like, can you sign these cards? And like, this is for you. And I like trying so, to explain to him and what about the children and the children. He's just like, okay, okay. And so this is the point where, to my great mortification, I think I just grabbed the jersey that Shay had finished <laughs> signing and turned my back on him and made my way toward Carrie to explain very quickly what the what this was these were my neighbors these are their names they're they're huge fans of yours they want this and i was just trying to rush through this because i felt like we were keeping them from going on the bus i didn't see shay weber again i turned my back on him you left and so then boy bye bye sorry shay (laughs) i finally get to meet shay weber and i don't even say goodbye to him and i don't get a picture Oh, Christ. Yeah. Jessica would be so disappointed. Weber. Anyway. Um, and so then I was, we were trying to get the cards out of the plastic. <laughs> it was so difficult to get them out. <laughs> my yeah. hands were shaking so badly. I was like, Beth, my hands are shaking so badly. I'm making a fool out of myself in front of Carrie Price. And he was, I think he was amused. Yeah, he like he had that like he kept that, going relax, like everything's fine. <laughs> he like talked really slowly, just like. And Beth hey. was like, "I'm not gonna cry in front of Carrie Price." <laughs> That's what she said later. I really, I really was about to cry. Just, I was so happy. <laughs> and um, but my hands were like literally shaking. It was I couldn't. It was bad. Yeah. I just lost my cool. Um, but he took photos with both of us, and he closed his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Beth was smart enough to take two pictures of me with Carrie. I only got one photo of her with Carrie, okay. and his eyes were closed. <sighs> Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, and but then, he signed the cards, and yeah. I gave the cards to the boys as soon as I got home today. I didn't even come into my house. I went directly to their house and um, oh, gave awesome. them the cards, and they were so thrilled yeah you're the cool neighbor (laughs) i am now yeah (laughs) they were very excited so that was all worth it yes and like carrie like very sincerely like told us to like tell the boys i said hello yes he made a point of saying that yeah tell those boys i said hello 
Good. I don't remember what I said. What a good lad. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Good job, guys. And then this afternoon, we, we had the coffee. Night. Yeah. With Sean Gordon. Sean, Sean Gordon. Gordon. Friend very of the podcast. Lovely. Yeah. Yes. Feeling a little bit under the weather, though. Oh, my God, yeah. Sean. Stay inside. What are you doing? Yeah. Had the, no choice. The world needs your writing. <laughs> Please. So he's he's in town. I think he's in town just for the Vancouver game. I think that the athletic crew are divvying up the Western Road trip. Okay. No, I thought, no, I thought he said he's going to be on all the trips. And then Campbell is only for here. Sean Campbell. But Campbell isn't the athletic. He's with TSM. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. with... Because Dan Robertson is doing the TV broadcast tomorrow. <gasps> so that's why Campbell is in town. Really? The radio broadcast. Yes. Guys, everyone shut up. <laughs> Dan Robertson's calling the game tomorrow on TV. Yes. Woohoo. That's cool. Is it Sergio as color? Who's color? I think Sean mentioned that it would be JP O'Connor for color on the radio. I'm not sure who's doing color on the TV. Oh, my God. If Momo... <laughs> if those, oh my god, if, if they're on TV? They're together? gonna they're gonna be it, it's Hall of Fame. Done. It's gonna be one of the best called games. Ooh, I was I was wondering if record, like okay. imagine if it's um uh, it, it, like it'd be great if it's Momo, but imagine also Robertson and uh Johnson, you know, Mike, but I don't think Mike's there. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be cool. I'm just happy Robertson's uh, gonna be doing the play by play. He's so great. I love him so much. I love him so much. I I have a feeling last time he did Play by play, it was he did it with, was it with Mike Johnson or Poulain? I don't, I can't recall. I have, I it, don't recall it either. Completely out of my mind. I have no idea. Oh well, but that's cool. Oh, wow. oh my god, I can't wait for the game tomorrow. I bet you guys can't yeah. either. <laughs> it's gonna so be fun. Oh yeah, it's a ten o'clock start time, which means I can take a long oh, nap. Shit, that's why. Woohoo! I was I was trying to find on on um, NHL Center Ice the listing for the game tomorrow, but I was looking for the usual four o'clock start time. <laughs> okay, yes, it's at Veronica. Seven. Who are you wearing tomorrow? Shea Weber. Okay, my signed Shea Weber. Signed Shea Weber. Heck yeah. 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 That's a no-brainer. Yeah that that was a um that was a question that need not be asked. No. But that's okay. So I think that's it for the happy hour tonight. We've covered every topic possible, and we actually covered <laughs> Wait. every topic possible. Do we have a second? Or no, no, we're done. No. Why? What's okay. up? I Just leave Philip Deneau alone, or I'll come to your house and yell at you personally. The hell did I do the Philip Deneau? Not you. No, no, no. Oh. Not you. People. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Leave him alone. I'll just do a Twitter rant instead. Okay. So, after this. Okay. Check me out on Twitter. Yeah. I'm going to have, like, four tweets at least uh, he's about Philip Deneau. On the Twitter.com. Yes, uh, Winter 8, as uh, some people call me. They're just, they're, it's my favorite word and my favorite number in French. Yeah. Yay. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yes, sorry. I know. I never Veronica had. <laughs> it's been months. I'm like, okay. And Veronica's no, been I'm in the dark <laughs> for I months. I that's a good reason. Okay, we gotta go now. Bye. 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 Bye.